With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton, along with KJ Wallace, Connor Radigan, and Cam Hart. This is episode eight of the podcast. We're getting we're getting close to the milestone, the, the ten episode mark. We got to do something for right, it. We, we have a little it. party. A little, I don't know, a little party, a little <laughs> ITG party, a Halloween party. Mm. Mm. That'd be crazy. Nah, first off, we start with the game yesterday. Um, obviously, didn't go how we wanted it to, but just initial thoughts. Me personally, I'll start off. I thought we played hard, which is something that people really take for granted across college football for sure just um watching games and as many football games as we watch you can see some teams that kind of give up or aren't playing as hard and i feel like it's just ingrained in us to play hard no matter what no matter the score i feel like the confidence was never down throughout the game even halftime we were going in uh 17-0 and we came out strong in the second half i feel like the team had a good second half just kind of finish it out but going into this week we got a big week again um, Virginia Tech, and I think it's really going to show what we're made of. And coming off a loss, obviously, going into a hostile environment, um, I think it's perfect timing for us to show what we really are and show that as a team we can overcome, obviously, a tough loss at home. You know, um, we won 26 straight at home and broke that streak yesterday. And obviously it was an emotional game for everybody, for both sides, and didn't work out how we wanted to. But we have an opportunity this week to make up for it and we saw a lot of season left. So I'm excited still going forward. Just feel like it was a growing experience for everybody, especially younger guys getting to see because everything's been sweet for them up until this point. Um, never lost at home, never lost a game. But um, I feel like everybody grew up a lot in the Goog. Yeah, I, I would agree to that. I just I think we beat ourselves in some aspects of the game and it caused some bad breaks. And, you know, it's college football, everybody, especially coming to play us, Notre Dame, you know, we're going to get everybody's best mm-hmm. shot. And I feel like we can't do that. So we can't, you know what I'm saying? We can't beat ourselves. So, but like you said, we do have a big week coming up, a big opportunity to attack a good opponent, a good opponent. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of progress in our season. There's a lot of football left to be played. So I definitely think um, it's only up from here. Got to give credit. To, I mean, a little credit to Cincinnati. They, they're a good football team. And more talking about us, like you can kind of mention that Kyle, the halftime. Like it was 17-0, and 
I understand we're in a bad spot, but I never felt like it was seven. I mm-hmm. felt like it was still like it was zero zero. Like the captains on the offensive side of the ball spoke to the offense and like Kyron and J Pad and Avery Davis and they like they gave like an inspiring speech. And I felt like, you know, I was zero doubt in this game, you know, and obviously the result is not what we wanted, not obviously never what we want. But um those guys that were up, AD was one of them. He was one of like the eight guys in the team that had experienced a loss at Notre Dame Stadium. And so he, you could really see it when he was talking to offense about how much he like didn't want to experience that feeling again. You mm-hmm. know, and obviously no one does, but obviously congrats Cincinnati and, and Virginia Tech is, is a good game to look forward to. And the atmosphere should be fun. Just obviously not the, not the result that we had hoped for. For me, I feel like I resonate mostly with one of the young guys who haven't really experienced that. And I feel like that impacted me a lot because in thinking about it, I haven't lost a home game since high school. So yeah. even when we are in a deficit 17-0 at halftime, no matter what the obstacle is, I feel like we're going to put it off, pull mm-hmm. it off because we've been there before. We've been down at home and figured out a way to pull it off. So no matter what, even outside of X's and O's and being on a team, whatever, even if I was just a regular student or a fan, I just feel like that was the culture that we created. We created a culture, a winning culture. We don't lose at home, 26 games, blah, 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 blah. blah. So me being on a team, I'm like, my thought process is, oh, we're going to win. We're going to win no matter what. We're going to win. We're going to win. So Mm -hmm. it comes down to the two minutes, and we go out on the field, and I'm like, shit. Maybe might not win. Might not win. And that feeling setting in was something I haven't felt personally in a while. Mm. Like, that was like me reliving losing at home in a playoff game in high school. And I'm like, yeah. sheesh, I haven't felt this feeling in football ever in a while. And I didn't honestly think I was going to ever feel that feeling in college, given that playoff games, that's harder games. But playing at home, playing a top 10 opponent, I never really, it never really resonated with me that there's a chance that we can actually lose. It's like, yeah, we, we know like going into every game, yeah, we got to play our hardest. We got to, no matter what we did in the past, we still got to mm-hmm. approach this game with, the mindset of winning and things of that sort. But just me being a young player here at Notre Dame, I've never really felt that. So I just feel like the standard that was set for me is we don't lose. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. Like going into it, I'm like, coming out of halftime, just going to what you were saying, I'm like, there's no way we, we lose it. Yeah. Down 17, that's that's not that's, that's not crazy. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So it's like that feeling where you're like, there's no way we can lose. Like, we got to pull it out. Somehow we got to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's... Mm. It's just, that's the standard. Like, we don't lose at home. Even when we're in the deficit, 17-0, 14-0, 10-0, I always think about two possessions, three possessions. Because mm. that's yeah. what we've always done when we were down Virginia Tech last year at home. I don't know how many possessions it is, but when Ian scored that touchdown, I was like, we, I knew somehow we would get to that point. Yeah. So we're playing Cincinnati yesterday, and they come very well-prepared team, really gritty. They came they came ready to play. And... um. I just feel like no matter what, I had that idea in my mind. Three possessions, four possessions. No matter what the offense did, no in the past, did, yeah. I feel like they're going to pull it off. You know where I think that mindset was made? I think uh, obviously it comes from just like what we put into the program and like the thoughts that we have in our heads going into games. But at home, we've had so many of those games. It's like Toledo, we had a game-winning drive. Virginia Tech, our freshman year, we had a game-winning drive. The yeah, Louisville game was close. Louisville game. Yeah. Like a Clemson game, like we – we always pulled it out, and I feel like we were just so accustomed to it that there's never a doubt in our mind that, we're, like, somehow, somewhere we're going to pull it out. Yeah. And obviously, it just goes to show that nothing's guaranteed. 
And we still got to have that same mindset, obviously, going in every game. But Honestly. like KJ was saying, we're going to get everybody's best shot. And if you're not prepared for that shot, they're going to catch you in the face one time. And, uh, I mean, we got a great week to respond this week. And walking through the Goog today, walking through the building today, I felt like the coaching staff spirits was still really high. Confidence is still high. I mean, obviously, they didn't get the result we wanted, but it just goes to show this college football, they were a top 10 ranked team. They came to play. They were really emotional through, during the game, before the game, after the game. And um, it's crazy because uh, we were going to touch on the Cincinnati fan base, but like they, are, they had a good amount of fans there. And it just shows how, how much this meant to them mm-hmm. as well and how much was riding on the game for them as well. So they're obviously going to give us their biggest shot. And uh, mm-hmm. it was funny on the player walk, into the stadium, I was seeing a lot of Cincinnati, lot of Cincinnati fans. fans. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, this is like a bucket list thing for them. Mm. And that's when it kind of set in and everything. I was like, oh, damn, like they, this like means a, a lot to them. And I mean, it meant a lot to us too. And we we didn't change anything in terms of the way we approached the game and stuff like that. But I mean, obviously we didn't get the result we wanted. And going back to what KJ said, a lot of people talk about like what we did wrong, whatever quarterback controversy we got going on whatever offensive or defensive controversy we got on, but we approach a top 10 game and I'm going to be blatant with myself and with the team. We're not going to play to the expectation we want to play if we have the as much mistakes as we had that game. No, definitely not. No. It just can't happen. Yeah. And also along with not losing at home, we haven't had a season where we lost in the regular season since our freshman year in Michigan. Yeah. Ever yeah. since then Georgia. we went under undefeated. Yeah. Dang, you're right. Georgia and Michigan, we, went, we lost those two two games in the regular season. And then since Michigan on out, we haven't lost a game in the regular season. So I feel like that also plays to the feeling that sets in when there's two minutes left and you go out on the field and like, she's yeah. this actually might be. It really wasn't, but it is. Like, honestly, I thought like two minutes and 30 seconds, I still thought we had a chance to, it really was yeah. not. It's like the very Until they started last. taking a knee. Yeah. They started taking a knee at 140. It's just such a weird feeling. You look around, you're like, you see people leaving and you're like, this is like, this is really, really frustrating. And, and you just don't really believe it until the clock hits zero and you're like, damn. Like, yeah. I'll never say losing, like you need to experience a loss, but experiencing a loss is such a humbling experience. It's such a lesson. Bro. It's such a lesson. And it can go either one of two ways. You can either crumble from it or build from it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just have this weird feeling like the whole building is just about to like, like click together, like bring bond together through this. And a lot of the younger guys and even, even a lot of the older guys, we were just kind of like getting in this routine where it's just like, oh, we just go, we, we win games. Yeah. And, and that's not a bad expectation. That's not a bad expectation. Whatsoever. But at the same time, it's like, you got to know it's a possibility we could lose games yeah. and we got to prepare like that every single week every and single week. every single week, no matter the opponent. You got to cover your bases. Every time you go yeah. step on the field, you got to cover every base. You got to be prepared and, pre- and preparation can only get you to a certain point. You got to go out there and perform. You got to mm-hmm. go out there and do the job at hand. And then you got to play a game at night, like the next week. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are bye weekends from two weeks now. Virginia Tech's a very good team. Really like, good team. It's a loss. You got to bounce back right away. Atmosphere, I mean, we'll go into that like more in just a little bit, but. You learn from the loss, but you can't dwell on the loss because then you know, that'll affect your preparation for the upcoming week. My uncle and a lot of my family came to the game yesterday and I'm walking out the stadium and I'm mad, obviously, like who wants to lose? And the first thing they say is you play well. And the first thing I say is no matter how good I play, we lost. Mm-hmm. He's like in shock because he didn't, he doesn't have the feeling we have of going undefeated and not losing at home. He doesn't know any of that. He's mm-hmm. understands football and know that 
losing it comes with football. He's like, have you ever lost a football game before? I'm like, yes. It was like, okay, you understand how that feels, but don't let that become a trend because of your emotions. So he, mm. he knows me really well and he mm. knows when I'm down, I'm down. Yeah. So he sees that in me and he's like, bro, that's not the state you need to be in. You need to come into your own, have some leadership. Don't walk around pouting and moting because you have a really good opponent coming up. And if this becomes a trend, then it's no longer that you're going to be feeling like how you feel now. It's going to be something that you're you become accustomed to. Come accustomed, yeah. accustomed to. And we're no longer accustomed to having an undefeated season, yeah. not losing at home. But yeah. we're accustomed to losing in general, and that's something that we don't do. That's something that can't everyone at this that. table isn't used to. Oh, so and people are like, we're juniors, right? So the younger cornerbacks are looking at you to see how you respond after yeah. this loss. And so I'm walking around a locker yeah. room with long face and hurry to get out the locker room, not really talking to anybody. And I feel like that's something that. I need to adjust. I can come home and mope and watch film and cry all I want. But when I'm around the Philip Raleigh's, the Justin Walters, and these young cats that look up to us, mm -hmm. I can't be like that around them. No matter how, I mean, me personally, I have to grow up fast. I yeah. went from not playing, sitting on the bench seven games to in the role that I am now. And I'm not to say that I'm in any high row, but yeah. I had to grow up. I, I got to be the leader in the group, or one of them at least, and yeah. them seeing me like that, that's something I really regret, so. Kind of touching on what you said, like, my people will text me, like, good game, and I'll be like, no, it was, like, the worst game Appreciate I ever played. Yeah. And obviously, right after the game, you're emotional, and you're, like, saying stuff that may not have shown on film. Like, it's not as bad as you always think it is, but at the end of the day, we have more invested in this than anybody else. And it's easy for them to say, like, good game, when you know we put so much into this so and to fun. have this as a result it's just like it's it's horrible it's like it feels like it, this might be a hyperbole but like it feels like raising a kid and then the kid's just like failure like you're you're raising this child from like winter workouts to summer workouts to camp and you just want to see it flourish throughout the season mm -hmm. and for it not to work out you're like damn like what do we do wrong like how do we fix this like what more could i do yeah that thing mm -hmm. and my mom, my dad, like my brother, my girlfriend would text me and be like, good game. I'm like, no, it wasn't good game. Like, like I don't even want to talk about it right now. Like, but it just goes to show how much we care about it, really. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after. When you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Was there any... uh? stories in the game that you guys want to share anything any bright spots or anything interesting actually i do have a a story and this is a funny story i didn't think much about it. i didn't get mad or sad or anything like that but we're sitting at the bench and uh some dude behind me was like go sauce and i'm like i didn't, it didn't conceptualize to me at the moment <laughs> i'm like wait this is like Notre Dame's Yeah, it. yeah. So I looked back and the dude had like a green Notre Dame thing on it. And maybe he has a connection with their cornerback or maybe he's just a fan of them. I don't know. But I was just like, that was pretty funny. Uh, it's nuts. Yeah. I have a few things that happen. Um, <laughs> the, the coin toss. So I, I went up out for the coin toss. And you know how captains shake hands and stuff. And so I'm trying to be cool. Like uh, saying like, what's up? Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. And one guy is like, Nah, bro, don't touch me. I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> he's like, it's going to be a long day for y'all. I told you this on the bench. But yeah. He's like, it's going to be a long day, long day. I was like, all right, I'm all right, all right. I, I see where we're on already. <laughs> so I left it alone. You're supposed to shake hands. After they finished the coin toss, I just ran out the field. I was like, all right, that's it. You, you, it's <laughs> over now. So, uh, and then during the game, there was a holding call on me that probably should have been called. I probably also no, should have snagged it Definitely should have been called. Yeah, but. Just necking myself, should have snagged off him. But the I digress. But um and then the <laughs> ref comes up to me after the play and is like, uh, Kyle, you're an all American. I shouldn't have to call holding on you. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, dude. I was like, that I've never yeah, heard that, that one was before crazy. ever. Like that doesn't change the holding rule. rule exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's, this isn't a discretion thing. Yeah, this is rules. Holding. <laughs> like my jersey's all like up in my like, it was ridiculous. I I was just like laughed a little bit because I was like, did he really just say that? Like, you can't call a flag just because uh, that's that's ridiculous. But what about y'all? You got anything? I'm not too crazy. It's crazy. I peeped that moment like with you the whole. He's like, let's go sauce Gardner, and I was like, bro, aren't you lying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is how it works. It's just how it works. I guess how it works. But I peeped that in the same moment. I'll probably say um, shout out to Xavier, Xavier Watts. But we sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> We sit yeah. there um, when Drew was leading the drive, or whatever. I think we were down. Uh, we had seven, so they had seventeen. Yeah, seventeen seven. They're doing the drive, or whatever. Xavier played offense, so he called out the plays like as they're running them. We're like, all right, cool. He's like, Brady's finna run a go route. I'm like, you dead ass. Like, yeah. So I'm like, all right. So the play, the play snap, or whatever. Get the ball. 
he throws it. I'm like, bro, I ain't finna watch. I just turned it from my my head on his shoulder, and all I heard was a straight fan reaction. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's that was my favorite moment from yesterday. I have two actually. This is random. Me and Mike had like a little, like a little random. Like, Mike Mayer? No, Mike Young. Oh, for me real? He had like a little random. I don't even know what it was. So I'm lined up against him. Ex- explain like Mike's Oh, so Mike, he spent three years here, I believe as a starter. Yeah, for and, a um, lot of it. I mean, I don't know. Something didn't work out for him. I have no clue, but he ended up at Cincinnati. Um, no bad blood versus Mike. I don't think anybody on the team has nah, bad Mike's blood cool. versus bad nah, Mike. So. But <laughs> he plays the receiver there and I was guarding him for majority of the game. And he runs a solid route, but the quarterback goes the other way. And we just look at each other and lock eyes. And we just both start laughing. That was pretty cool. But then also, I don't know what song they're playing, hip hop or something. But this one, we see, I yes, seen their sideline. It, it, was, it was come up. You know, it's right now on the come up. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And they were late. Yeah. And I was like, sheesh, bro. Why can't we get lit? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking like... All right, I like that the stadium's playing good, like lit hip hop trap music, music. But y'all gotta be careful; the other team might get lit too. They might get a little lit too. Dim it down a little bit, but yeah, yeah seeing Mike was was kind of cool because like the second play, I tackled him, I helped him up, I was like, "What's up, Mike?" He's like, "How you doing?" And, then, <laughs> and I covered him on the goal line, and we were talking. And he was like, "How you been?" And I was like, "I'm good." He's like, "Man, I'm I'm good, man." Those Just conversations on the field are like. Two seconds, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then go back right to playing man against each other. Yeah. It's funny. It's dope. Nah, it's dope, though. How do you guys feel about like conversations that's had the next day? So I go and try to have a dinner with my family last night, and then a breakfast with my family this morning. And there's a lot of people that I have no clue has asked me, well, "Yo, Kim, like, what happened yesterday? Why did y'all lose?" Or my family, like. Not to like talk down on anyone, but my family's like asking me for a lot of questions. I mean, a lot of answers and ask me a lot of questions. And it's a day after the game. We haven't evaluated any film yet. But how do you guys deal with that? How do you guys deal with people who you don't even know? You don't know from Adam and Eve, but they're they obviously know you. They obviously know your name and they come to you and ask for, for answers. So you, are you 100% honest with them or are you like, bro, can you can I enjoy this time with my family? Because yesterday. And we're at Bar Louie, and I'm just trying to have a simple dinner with my family. We're not talking no football. We're not talking about the game. We're just catching up. I haven't seen these guys in however long. But there's people that come to the table interrupting that family time. Mm. It's like, yo, why did y'all lose? Or what happened on this third down? Or why didn't the offense convert there? Or something like that. And I'm like, yo, I don't have any answers for you. Can you just please be respectful and allow me to enjoy this family time? But that's something that comes with the package. That's something yeah. that comes with mm-hmm. playing on a high level. So I don't really, I, right now, I don't really know how to deal with that because in that media moment, if I want to say what I want to say, then it would be all over the news. But yeah, you know, I don't really know how to react to that. So how would y'all think? It's kind of funny saying like there's fans, like quote unquote fans, and then fans who actually care about us. Because a lot of the people who say they're fans kind of just see us as like a chess piece for their favorite team yeah. instead of, 20, 18 to 22 year old kids trying to make a way for their family. Yeah. And they don't really understand that like we go through this process and how much work we put into it. And then something does go, goes wrong and they're like, what happened? You're like, we don't really have an answer for you. But like the DM I showed you guys earlier, like there's fans DMing me like this and that, like racial even, slurs and you. stuff like, yeah. So there's gonna be people out there that are just, see you just like i said like a chess piece for their favorite team and it's just like 
what went wrong like you're a robot and you're supposed to respond like this went wrong and supposed to keep a straight face all the time but mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot more people who actually care about us because there's still people saying like keep your head up like we still believe in you guys and i feel like having to find the difference between those who are caring for you and those who just want a win out of you is kind of there to help you keep a level head i just approach it as the same way i would have talked to somebody like if i don't really know you and you don't really know me i'm not quick to just give you a full answer or give you a completely honest but answer. even the day after the game you don't even have an answer yeah i mean yeah. if i don't have an answer like you know me if i have an answer yeah, i'm not gonna be I'm not, I'm yeah. be like i don't know what to tell you like yeah. i would just tell you that or i'll be like i don't have a comment on it but there's some people in this world you know we all know like they can take that really wrong yeah like, kj's unapproachable yeah. and we all know like you're a great person like you're one of the most approachable people in this crib but like how do you approach that like because i feel like when they come to the table and ask that i'm trying to protect myself but at the same time i'm trying to enjoy my family so you kind of gotta give somebody an answer enough for them to be like okay satisfied with because they're coming up to the table or wherever you are you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying they're going they're obviously approaching you because they want something you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so you gotta just give them something i guess i mean as far as an answer goes like we know being on a team like going through practice going through scouting the team going through scouting the game going through the game in general we know all the answers you know what i'm saying yeah. we understand everything what's going on what happened on this play what's going on but even if we sat there and tried to break it down to someone wouldn't understand they wouldn't understand you know what i'm saying yeah. so a lot of times a lot of people just want to hear the answers that they want to hear so they're going to formulate the question in the type of way that they can get the answer that they get they want so i mean all you can do is really give your best answer and, and try to be polite about it try to be is politically correct about it as possible you know what i'm saying that's that's how i really feel about it i think i misunderstood your question i want to answer it different way i feel like in that situation like that's happened to me before and there's a big difference between someone coming up and say good game tough loss keep your head up and what happened like they yeah. obviously want something instead of just giving their like uh support, support. yeah but i would just be blunt about it be like hey i'm with my family not trying to talk about football right now yeah and if they have a problem with that, then that's their problem. Mm -hmm. But you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them an answer just because they came up and asked you something. Like you have this rare family time with your uncle. You probably don't see that often. Mm -hmm. He's come up, traveled hundreds of miles to the game. And this is the few hours that you get to spend with them. Like you don't have to, you don't owe anybody else the time to answer whatever little question they have. Honestly. So from my perspective, it's a little different because I'm not necessarily playing. One thing I'll say about that question is that because I'm not playing, some of the people that I'm close with, like some more so friends rather than like older adults will feel like they are more able to speak bad about the players because I'm not necessarily on the field. Mm. So that's frustrating for me because obviously everyone on the team is like a buddy of mine. So like, let's say I'm with a group of friends that I may or may not know well. Because I don't play, they sometimes feel that they can like talk bad about specific players to to me because like I'm I'm on the bridge there of, you like know, you're like, like a third party like on the like, team right yeah. i'm not playing so they're like why didn't this person play better it's so hard not to spaz on that spaz, person yeah. because like I've yeah i'm on the team like <laughs> like it makes me mad right now like you don't understand like what that person like, has been this through. person has gone through like you aren't there at practice like what kj was saying like you don't do the scout every week you're not like you're not in the goo 24 7 preparing for this game and then you're gonna like talk bad about the person to me because I'm sort of like this outside perspective on the game itself. Mm -hmm. As a fan of Notre Dame growing up, I've seen hundreds of players go through this program, mm -hmm. right? And now I'm a part of the team, so now I really like, 
I don't understand the feelings and players like people went through before I was on the team. You know, mm-hmm. I don't understand the extent of the schedules of the guys on the team. So now, as a guy on the team, when people talk bad about guys on the team or about game plans or coaches, it's, it's so frustrating because now I have an idea of what we go through. If I was playing, it would be really hard for me to not spaz that person. Oh, so we're talking about like the preparation during the week. Like you don't know what someone's going through. Like even just their whole career or livelihood. Life. Like you don't understand how. A moment so little to you on a field could, it could seem so little, seem so insignificant, but to them, like that could have been the most devastating thing or I know crucial guys thing or vital picks thing. And there's like $5 million on my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like I seen your face after the second pick against Wisconsin, even the first one, like, like knowing you and understanding like what you've been through and like what's, what yeah. you've been, got going on and what you've had going on, just even outside of football field. And then just, that was emotional for me. Like we yeah. said, we talked about it last on the last episode, but yeah. like, just like that, there's countless stories like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. People could have been like, I've been waiting on this opportunity for a long time. And you could have either, A, messed it up or flourished in it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you That's know That's a great saying? point. Yeah. Like, with your picks, like, and we started crying on the sideline. You, yeah. you don't just cry of nothing. Like, we yeah. understand yeah. all the work that all of us put in. I'm not even an emotional guy. Like, honestly. And I never cried. Like, last time I cried was when I lost state championship, RIP. Mm. But uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was like a moment where I'll never forget that moment just because I know all the hours that we put in in the Goog and uh, in, in workouts. And, and for somebody to say, like, like you drop a pick, why, how'd you drop that pick? Why'd you drop that pick? It's like, bro, you don't understand what I have to do to hold my tongue right now. Yeah. yeah, you don't even have to say that. Like, yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, like, why did I drop this pick? Of course, I'm gonna be thinking about that for yeah, exactly weeks from now. And but I heard that immediately saying. after I dropped that. Yeah, too. I know what you're talking about. I know and what you're talking about. Even going back to what you were saying, like I was in that that position last two years here at Notre Dame, and I feel like now, and I'm not, I'm no one special, but there's levels to it, obviously. Yeah. And even with one person coming to me after the game saying that, it goes from me being in your shoes that you are now like not having to answer those questions, not having to respond. I have to at least think about or hold my tongue for other players when people mm-hmm. come to me and say, why isn't such and such playing good? But now it comes to I'm in the game and yeah. those questions, they involve myself. And I feel like going from not being on the field 90% of the time to being on the field 90% of the time, those questions they mean a lot more. And yeah. they, they affect me a lot more. And I feel like I'm not getting, obviously, probably what you were getting, all the hate that you were getting. Mm-hmm. But even the one DM or the one question I get, it elicits so much like thoughts and so much, I guess, I don't even, I wouldn't say anger, but just like ignorance. Yeah. yeah. It's just so annoying. I have so. some respect. Like if you're with your family, like they don't understand that you guys, I live around here. You guys don't live around here. Your families are not here all the time. Yeah. You know? 90% of the players in the team, they don't see their families every weekend. You know, it's yeah. rare. So, like, when your family comes in town and someone comes up to you and says something, you have to look at them, like, compose yourself in front of your family after you just played a football game and you lost. Just the fact that they felt like they should be able to come up and talk to you, yeah. you know, like, in front of your family. Like, it, mm. I don't get that from fans. Yeah. I really don't. Never would. You went from not playing 90% of the time to playing 90% of the time. Now you feel like it's more significant, right? Mm-hmm. Being a fan, you don't play at all. So you're completely disconnected from it. There's many avenues there are for fans to like connect with the team and be with the team and be a part of the experience. For the most part, you're gonna always be disconnected. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's what allows some fans to 
have the ignorant thought that I can just do this. This is my space to come up and say yeah. this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm so disconnected. It's not like to hate on fans or anything. Because yeah, fans all, make the all. experience at all. Yeah, right. But a thousand this is times real. better. But this it's is real. real. Yeah, this is real it's life. just like we need to be looked more as as more as just the chess pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like people. People. Just people. people. I'm not. Just no people. one's a robot. Bro. Yeah, just people. No man. one's a robot. Yeah, Everyone people. has. Yeah. Like we said to the fans listening, it's no slight. To you guys, we we know you guys know we appreciate you, but at the same time, it's just like we're trying to give you an inside look into our minds how you may not get the answer that you're looking for yeah. sometimes, or yeah. why we may say what we say or not say what we don't mm. say and stuff like that. So yeah, I feel like that was definitely a conversation needed to be had, that was, and that, that I don't was. think that was planned. But I mean, I'm not, it was not planned at all. But. I think that was just me just like yeah. getting a little bit emotional <laughs> thinking about the loss <laughs> and like everything that, that was, went into it. No, nah, that was good. That was a good conversation to have. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair of poor hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after. When you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Moving on. uh, We talked about it a little bit, but going to Virginia Tech this week. That's going to be a crazy environment. Probably craziest when we played in this year. Uh, have you been there? Have you been to Blacksburg? I've been to Blacksburg a few times. I've never been for a game. Uh, mm. They were recruiting me pretty heavily. So mm. I took a few visits up there and they were up on my choices. So another week of listening to, to some music, bro. Oh, we got to listen. Enter Sandman. How's it go again? I was like, 
I'm, I just did Thunderstruck. That was bad. I don't know. How does it go? It's the guitar. It's the guitar. It's the guitar, bro. There you go. What is that? Like, it's the guitar. Yeah. I don't know how it goes. You're, you're about to figure it out. <laughs> no, that's going to be lit, though. And can, I, I really think this cannot be more perfect timing for us, honestly. Going into a hostile environment after a loss. This is really good. Say, yeah. like, nut up time yeah, for us, for like, sure. I feel like it's good for a lot of people in the Goog, especially us, who haven't experienced that type of feeling. And then the older guys, that gives them an opportunity to lead. So we won't ever feel like this. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Tuesday, Wednesday, tomorrow is going to look like. It definitely would be definitely a fun environment to shut up. You know? Yeah. And go yeah. in there is hell out of the stadium shaking. All that stuff. And- we go in there and win. It'd solve a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's, winning solves a lot of problems. It's a night game. Yeah, we have three in a row. Ooh. Three in a row. Three night games in a row. <laughs> USC and... The one after. Damn. UNC. 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 The buys after V. The buys after V. Halloween weekend, UNC. Spooky. Great segue, KJ, into our. (laughs) 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 It's uh, it's October finally. Uh, Now that it's officially fall, rank the seasons one through four. I'll start. I'll go summer, spring, fall, winter. Fall, summer, spring, winter. Yeah, fall, fall, summer, spring, winter. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm fall first, and then, I, uh, yeah, fall, summer, spring, winter. Yeah. What else say fall? Because of football? Nah, that when because the weather's not crazy. Yeah, if I like wearing sweaters, too. Mm, I like my fits and sweaters. I like summer, though. Would that answer change if you didn't play football? Because I feel like yes. if I didn't play football, it'd be fall, spring, summer. Spring, like the the spring I like the spring, but we have spring football, so it's a... It's a really grind time for us. And in high school, I really enjoy spring, spring break. Like yeah, s- spring summer's break, coming, yeah. like that aroma. I don't know. Dang, is winter, is winter, winter just buns? It's to be like May. Yeah, that's the weird part. My, my birthday's in winter, but it's yeah. buns. So is mine. <laughs> yeah. Winter's nice for the first like week or two. It's like, oh, it's snowing. Like It's, it's nice. No, no, it's no, like no. when it gets negative <laughs> and the snow's all brown, you can't drive. And you're like, damn. I right. used to like winter back in Baltimore. Winter here is different, bro. In Atlanta, it don't even snow. It's just brick. Just break outside. Yeah, just, we, it's just cold. Just cold. Just cold. And what's cold? What's Atlanta code? It's Atlanta code. My state championship senior year of high school, it was nine degrees. I was okay, a really so cold it, year. It gets cold. That I was a cold like year. I was the um, vortex year, wasn't it? When they had a vortex up here? Y'all should have been here for the uh, vortex. I was about to say that. Oh, we shouldn't have been. <laughs> no, nah. we shouldn't have been. I'm just saying, nah. like, you just said, when it hits hard. I would have folded, folded so bro. I would have been yeah. home so quick. I would have folded so, <laughs> so bad. Never, like, never cancels classes like a vortex. Because they could cold. have three feet of snow. You know, I still go to class. It was a negative 40, right? Like, negative 40. And, like, you stepped outside for, like, a minute or two. You were getting frostbite. So everyone just stayed in their dorm. I'm stepping outside. Why? Why? Would you I just, that's just, <laughs> just everybody say, don't step outside, don't step outside. I that's going to make would, me do it more. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to feel it. Like, what does it feel like? After it goes below 20 degrees, but I feel like it's going to always feel the same. See, no. I, I, I think no. I definitely I disagree uh, with that. <laughs> I, see, I see what you're saying, but it's cold as hell. So, yeah, <laughs> either way, it's cold as hell. Your fingers is frozen, your nose is cold, your ears are cold. And if you're on a scooter, it's even worse. Uh, I would not get on the scooter, bro. See, like I used to, bro. Mask. I used to get on the scooter no matter yeah. what. Snow outside, ice outside, I'm on the scooter. Wiped out. Yeah, I wiped out a few times. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I slid across God Quad one time. Uh, you know how, like, it gets when the snow, the snow is, like, on the ground, but it's, like, it's, like, mushy? Yeah. So I was on the scooter, and they, was have, they had, like, those tour groups, too, right there, <laughs> like, walking by. And I'm on a scooter, and I try to take that left. 
like like I was going towards Como. Yeah. I was like going straight through. And I tried to take a left and I just <laughs> roll, roll my scooter all the way over there. And the whole tourist group is just looking at me like, <laughs> I'm like, damn. The worst part about yeah. that is that you get up and your pants are all wet. And like, you're bro, like, yeah, you just but yeah. 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 I think I'm going home, bro. I'm going to yeah. have to email my teacher. So I just <laughs> out. I'm going home. I was sick. <laughs> it's, it's officially October, officially spooky season. I, I'm excited to hear this. What's the best Halloween costume y'all have ever worn? I dressed up as Waldo one time. There's pictures on the internet, but I've got I did my due diligence. Where, just got them off. Yeah, I got them off. Where are those got pictures? Off. A couple people got them. I'm gonna just throw it out. There. Waldo. Waldo. <laughs> I dressed up as Waldo one time. I think it's my freshman year. I did the um. Y'all remember that when I did the the Jesus the Jesus thing <laughs> the Indiana Jones thing the next night. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking funny. like little kid. Little kid. I feel like I dressed up as the same thing every year. Like a jersey. No, so I do Spider Man. So I, I was everybody just, had Spider-Man. Everybody had Spider-Man, <laughs> bro, bro. I, I just feel like I feel like I didn't get that creative for Halloween, bro. We had this gorilla costume, and so we, you know, you'd wear it to school, right? The costumes to school on Halloween, if Halloween was on the school day. Yeah. So I wore it in sixth through eighth grade, and the best part about the costume was that it was like big on me and had like this big head to it. And so I'd bring my little iPod in the class, and I would just play like doodle jump. <laughs> Because I put the head on like this, and I just tuck myself under the costume, so it looked like I was paying attention to the Doodle class. jump, bro. Yeah, no, that's OG. I always on that. One year, I think I was like eight. My mom bought went to CVS and bought like five big Ace Wrap like boxes, and I was a mummy. She just bro. wrapped me in Ace Wrap from head uh, to toe. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's creative. Yeah. Bro. That's what's up. Yeah, I was always generic, like Hulk. Yeah, Spider Man, football player. I just wear my jersey. I think I was a ghost yeah. one time. I had like the uh, the pack costume that like, came with the little drape thing, and then I had the face. I was just high. I just remember I was high when I was younger. My friends were toxic, bro. So what, like what when we would dress up and stuff, we would get clowned and stuff like that. So like I just feel like I was around a group of people who just what and wore a mask and like their regular clothes to ask for candy. So right. I feel like uh, being around that group of people. What age did you start doing that? I started doing that like nine. Probably, like with the right? mask Yeah, just got to put a mask on. Yeah, I feel like around like, starting elementary school probably. Yeah. Elementary school, think, middle school. I, I think I was then, lame. I think I started when I was like eighth grade. <laughs> I was still in middle still school going straight, dumb hard on the on Halloween. See, yeah. I wish I would have did that because yeah. stories like this would have been better. Did. It's also always cold here, so the big cost, the costumes helped, you know. It's mm, nice. I didn't yeah. think about that. That's mm-hmm. buns. Indiana mindset that is buns. right there. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you got to high school, then you have like friends that you're going out with Halloween and stuff parties. like that. Halloween parties to go to, and then college is even better. So you just unlocked. Yeah, I was definitely unlocked. That <laughs> <laughs> was one percent unlocked. What y'all dressing up this year? Y'all dressing up? I'm dressing up. Bro, I thought about this for a little while. We I need think to dress I got up this year. Yeah, we have to, bro. We have to. What day? What day do we play? Um, we play on Saturday, so it's a uh, night game. It's a night game. We're not doing. Is it on Halloween? It's well, the day it's before the Saturday, I mean, uh, or it would be the weekend of Halloween. That's buns. Yeah, it's buns. But no, let's dress up, bro. Even if we stay in the crib, we didn't do a podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast with the costumes. We could decorate. We could decorate the garage. Me and Kyron got to pull out that cookie costume. I remember that, bro. That's OG. Some cookies. What's y'all's favorite horror film? If we were to suggest one horror film, somebody. That wants to watch a horror film, what would it be? See, I tried to watch Halloween the other day. I've Halloween, never seen it. Halloween was the first scary movie that I watched. Halloween and Town or like? No, Halloween. Michael Myers. <laughs> Halloween Town? That was the OG. Yeah, that was hard. That's the Disney <laughs> channel. That's the Disney joint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the Michael Myers one. 
that was the oh, first the scary mask. movie. Yeah, uh, that was the first scary movie I ever watched, and I think that scarred me for, for a long time with scary movies. So I wanted to watch it the other day, but it's like you got to rent it, and I have your uh, account on the Amazon Prime. Just, so I was like, should I rent it? <laughs> 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 no, I didn't rent it. Nah, uh, man, I'm not a big horror film guy, to be honest. Why not though? Let's let's, let's unpack that. <laughs> like, are you scared? <laughs> are you scared? <laughs> I feel I feel like Connor would be watching a horror film. They have a jump scare. And Connor's just like, all right, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I mean, it's probably opposite. I never liked haunted houses when I was a kid. I was kind of a wimp. You don't like jump scares? I don't. So I just never liked horror films because I'd always just think about the scenario after the horror film. Like, you know, so obviously I was afraid of the dark when I was a kid. So <laughs> if I watched a scary movie, I'd be scared for the next week. So Sheesh. I never watched these horror films. But I was peer pressured into it. My sister and my mom love horror films. They mm. love going to like the haunted houses and True. stuff. And yeah. I was a little, I was the youngest one, obviously, but they're like older. They're like, I enjoy it now. And I'm like, bro, no. I'm eight years old. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to get scared, bro. <laughs> Wait, so what, what film? Um, let's see. It's like I got more into it. I, it was terrifying, but of like a horror film, The Conjuring. Obviously, I didn't like it, but I thought it was a good horror film. Mm. They, they did their job well. Definitely mm. scared what, the shit out of me. What's a good horror film? Is the plot good or is it good because it's scary? I'm yes. more of a... Yes to both. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a like a plot. I, I think the ones that, that are scary are so the ones that are like based off a real story or mm, like mm-hmm. it could be true or like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. the ones where are just out of this world, like just couldn't even imagine it. I'd be like, all right, well, probably my favorite horror film would probably to be, uh, have y'all seen Would You Rather? Oh, uh, yeah. On Netflix? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like That's that. scary when their face is like this. Yeah. 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 Is that a horror film though? Yeah. Technically, yeah. Oh, got you. I guess. All right. Well, I guess my perception of horror films is a little messed up. I can't watch movie with ghosts. I'll let y'all know that I now. like The Purge, too. Is that kind of I don't know. That's a horror. Horror. I feel I like that's a like, thriller. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's a thriller. It's a thriller? Yeah. I feel like when I think of a horror film, I think about, like, killing, like, Michael Myers or, on the flip side, like, ghosts and spirits. And I cannot watch those movies. Would you say Get Out is a horror film? No. No. It's a thriller. It's a thriller? Opinion. I would probably say The Conjuring. I love, I'm really into that series. Like, there's, like, seven movies within the series that you have to watch, and it's all... it's. Based off true stories. Sorry, KJ. I've that's seen all of them. I like it too. Yeah, I like it too. It's cool because they lead into the next one. Like each one answers a question from the last one. And God, I think it's really sure. well done. The suspense parts, like where you just like see the feet or like the ah god. Oh, just, you know what just, else is what else is good? A quiet place. It's mm. really a quiet good. place is good. Ooh, that's really one of the monsters, right? Yeah, that's you crazy. can't make noise. Yeah, yeah that one's good. That was, a, that was a good movie. Like yeah, general, yeah. Movie. I'm good off all that, bro. You good off it? Yeah, it's not even that scary. It's not ghosts. I, I, it's not. Mm. Nah, what's not ghosts? Quiet place is not. No, conjuring. Not is not the ghost. Conjuring. Yeah, like Insidious, Conjuring. I've Insidious watched them. Good too. I've watched yeah. them, but bro, that does something to me mentally. <laughs> I think I've had a personal experience, bro. Uh, ghosts? Yes, bro. Of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but maybe, maybe if I have, I don't know. If I haven't, I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> A horror movie I used to think was really scary, but like I look at it now, I'm like, bro, I'm tripping. It was uh, you remember Monster House? Yes, <laughs> bro. Yes. I was like, fine, like you got to turn this off. Turn this off. It helped. I had an older brother, like you say, like Facts. your mom and, and sister. Bro, I used to climb in my mom's bed. Like after I watch a horror movie, I don't care what time of night it is. My mom could be sleeping and in any type of state. I'm getting in the bed. Mom. I don't care. I do not care. That's uh, uh, funny. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair of poor hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after. When you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. All right, moving on to Outside the Garage. You guys already know, send us in topics through our DMs. Uh, We'll talk about anything, so hit us up. Uh, You might get a shout-out. First one. Uh, this is from at Brian Gonzalo. If you walk up to a Halloween bowl, good, this is on topic. If you walk up to a Halloween bowl, what candy are you looking for? Reese's. Snickers. Reese's. You got to throw them in the freezer first. It's the best. Mm. 100 grand bar. What? Bro, what? Are you 80 years old? Bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> the best candy got, bro, or something. Yo, I promise you. 100 grand bar? <laughs> I, I, I have I my candy like that, too. I like cheese <laughs> bars. 100 grand bar, Kit Kat. Twix, okay. like I like bars. Yeah, I kick it in Twix. Yeah. I, like, I like the Heath bars, bro. That's, see, my, that's, that's, my, old, that's my old candy that I like. Oh, y'all got to go. You can have like trick or treating with y'all. <laughs> bro, you don't like the toffee, bro? Huh? You don't like the toffee with the chocolate around it? <laughs> no. We, we, go tri- we, go, we go trick or treating. You we must go. have had a grandma with all them, like, the candies that you just never see anywhere in stores. Like, my grandma yeah. always had the red choice. Yeah, I'd be like, bro, where are you getting these from? I can see us go trick or treating and we see Connor, he's Looking through the bowl, he's like, "Where the almond joys at?" <laughs> and I hate looking at them. Like, I got no almond joy. <laughs> Wait, were y'all the type of kid that would like take more than you need to take? Yeah, I feel like once I got to a certain age where I understood, like, it's okay if I slide me one more. Then I, yeah, I definitely see Kyle as the guy that takes the bowl, uh, the if they bowl. leave it out and just dump it into. No, 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 no. I was the opposite. Like, looking I was around, like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was all about efficiency. 
when I was trick or treating. So you just whatever you get a bowl out. That's that's a lick right there. <laughs> that's a lick. That's bad. That's that's funny, KJ doesn't want to do that. that was not yeah. Kyle. KJ hitting two houses and he's done for the night. Done. <laughs> Are we walking still? <laughs> Were y'all parents like always checking the candy and stuff like that? No. What you mean for wow. knives and stuff? Knives like poison. I'm like, yeah. you're not gonna find any poison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's poison. Yeah, that's poison. <laughs> like, you're not gonna find it. Let me eat my candy, bro. <laughs> me and my brother and sister used to pour it out on the table, and my dad be like, What y'all got over here? Gonna start picking stuff out. You're like, Bro, you're like, no, you're taking all the good candy. That's so funny. We would always trade. It'd be like all of us. That week of school is the best bargaining time in my it's life, bro. It's like Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you uh, I got two four Reese's. For your pack of chips. <laughs> I got the big Snickers bar, though. Y'all ain't got no... You know what I'm saying? bars. Bro, was a hierarchy system with that, bro. Facts. The kids who lived in, like, the nice neighborhoods and yeah. stuff like that, they had the best the candy. full-size candy bars. <laughs> yeah. Full-size candy bar. That's crazy. People would drive in the neighborhoods just to trick-or-treat. Yeah. yeah. I used to do that. I used to plan strategically. I'm going where the nice crib. Gotta get the king. <laughs> gotta get the king-size bar, man. Facts. Last topic. Um, this is from at Mark underscore Johnson, 34. Very different topic. What do you want to do after football? Is this talking like uh job is this talking about like who you want to be? Cubicle work. I think I want to get into consulting. I think I'd be good at it. But I mean, like, as far as who I want to be, I definitely want to be like a cool <laughs> uncle, you know, <laughs> drop in, see all my nephew, nieces. Not a dad. Drop dad. No, nah, I definitely want to be a dad, but like, I want to be like, the, I'm an uncle I'm, first. I'm an uncle I'm, first. Uncle first. <laughs> I just want to be like the cool uncle that everybody just come to for stuff. Like, all right, bet. I got you. Uh, <laughs> I said, I dropped in. <laughs> drop in whenever, yeah. I want to be an agent. I want to be a That's sports dope. I want to be a sports That's agent. Dope. Depending on where football takes me as far as next three years or whatever, however much longer I'm playing college football, um, I would like to go to law school for three years and get my law degree and then try to figure out some way some ties into an agency you'll be a good lawyer you'd be really you know good. why because so like you argue. like to argue like and you cannot take argue. noah's answer yeah. or you cannot take a different answer as an answer yeah but your honor like that's just a fact like, <laughs> <laughs> it could be like his the dude he's represented kill somebody he's like no, 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 no. He didn't mean to kill her. <laughs> I need you to understand, conceptualize what I'm talking about. Can't look, at the, can't look at the judge be like, come on, bro. <laughs> I feel, I mean, sometimes I feel bad for Grace, bro. Because <laughs> we get some conversations and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro, yeah. but I'm going to argue, dog. I'm going to argue. You're, a lot of our conversations, I feel like, is ended with me going, all right, bro. All right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, You got it, got it. That's what I've been riding on for the last... I think two or three years or so. Yeah. So could you be a double domer? You know. I know I could. Mm. My uncle and I was actually just talking about this today. Uh, yesterday, he thinks that I should do it at, at somewhere where I would actually practice um, law. So it's like you should probably go somewhere on the coast where you probably would live mm. and understand law in that area. Sure. So I don't know. It depends on what football I do. If I can play football here for three more years, then I would do that. Obviously, mm. but. I don't know. Well, for me, as of right now, the, I think and I've said it before a couple of times, but medical school, hopefully orthopedics or oncology, uh, one of those two fields in the medicine world. So that's the goal right, right. now. What's outside of being a doctor? Outside of being a doctor, I think I'm, I've always been interested in private equity. So okay. I would I'd probably do something like that in finance and, and uh, motor bellers and into that stuff, as you guys know. So mm -hmm. I'd probably do something with PE. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I'd probably be P or like branding of some sort uh, after football. I'm a marketing major, so branding's right up my alley. It's not as numbers intensive, but 
Telephone's I'll, how you want to work too. What do you mean? You always say you want to work. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited to work. Like a, a, re- a regular yeah, that's job. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. I've never, I've never heard somebody's. Well, I mean, I've definitely heard people that's like, I enjoy a passion. I want to do this, but yeah. I don't know why. Like, I I, work. Maybe I, I like the uh, the whole white picket fence. Come home, undo the tie, sit down, have a meal. See, I don't. I'm cool. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the. I don't like the. I don't like the. Like how that's the standard. I feel like you guys know this. I just like I'm. I'm a minimalist. You yeah, are. I'm, like, I'm terrified of the idea of living in a neighborhood where every house is like the same. You know, like I'm gonna have a street. white picket fence. What's up with a white picket fence? <laughs> I don't know. I feel I've like a white that. picket fence <laughs> in the front yard is like, like you this is it. it. I made it. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> with like wife and kids, you come on the dog. Nah, I feel what I feel what Connor feel, bro. I don't. Like I, the conformity. I, like I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in a place where everybody's not doing the same thing, obviously, but it's going to a job at yeah. 8 a.m. and coming home at 5 and have two kids and have a, it's, you feel me? It's, I don't like that. It's weird, though, because over our break in May, I did a, a internship with a private equity firm. And it was I would, like, get up get up at 8, like, brush my teeth, uh, put a bun down on a tie. I'm, like, smiling in the mirror. <laughs> get on the computer, like, zooming and working all day and then get off. I'm, like, like very big brother Truman show I don't know I don't know I'm not into cool. that not to hate on that but you're also very blessed to have that opinion of working yeah, yeah. true yeah. sure watch me get there I'm like Burn, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we need to revisit the table in 20 years and just see where we're at we're, we're all just homeless. We're like, <laughs> damn, damn. Oh, There's a fence right there. She's <laughs> tall. I got a beard. It's hella old. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't have to revisit it. And it can be something that we do with our kids right here. Yo, imagine <laughs> this is something that that we pass on to our kids. Podcast. Wow. Yeah, it'll be crazy. Dang. I cannot wait to see everyone's kids here. That like that makes you laugh, right? Hopefully, now, one day we can run the volume. Mm. Colin? Take over, Colin. We're Colin? coming for you. We're coming for you. It's an inside job. Now we're, we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in again this week. Uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Appreciate all the support you've been giving us on social media. Our Twitter just hit a thousand followers. By the way, yep. thank you, thank you. Really thank appreciate y'all. that. Yep. Um, yep. Again, really appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 